Hello, friends. Welcome to episode 3.6 of the Living to Thrive with Cancer podcast. Today, I want to talk with you about how you can be the architect of your own life. We're going to take a look at how your body is like a structure with many layers to it, the key pillars of your personal self and how they apply to your life blueprint, and how you can start designing your personal blueprint today. If you are a new listener, I want to welcome you to the podcast. I am Catherine White, stage four colon cancer thriver, and I am here to guide you through your own thriving experience. You have landed here for a reason that you may not be aware of yet, but I'm confident you will figure it out. If you find what you've learned here today to be helpful, please share it with other people that you know that could benefit from this episode or other episodes. Sharing helps me to support more people living with cancer and help them move from survivor to thriver. And if you want to go ahead and give me a follow on Instagram, I would love to have you as part of that community. You can find me at Catherine White Wellness. Give me a follow and then take a screenshot of that follow, send it to me in a DM, and I'll send you a free copy of my guide to managing cancer in everyday life. And I want to offer too that following me on Instagram or on Facebook, also under Catherine White Wellness, is your opportunity to see things that I have coming up and opportunities that are available to you. And I'm just going to give you the hint that there's some pretty cool things coming up in the future. So go ahead and give me a follow and I will see you on the socials. All right, we have lots to cover, so let's get started. Welcome to the Living to Thrive with Cancer podcast, a podcast about the big and little issues that come with living with cancer. I'm Catherine White, a stage four colon cancer thriver, passionate about supporting others who have faced a cancer diagnosis and are looking to feel empowered in taking back control of their health and happiness. My own health scare helped me to learn more about myself and how to live with cancer, and it led me to become a cancer support coach so I can help others through the ins and outs, the ups and downs, and all the crazy things that come with life with cancer. So let's get started. I want you to just imagine for a minute that you are an architect. You are in charge of designing a building. Now naturally, you want this building to be strong, structurally sound, you want it to look good, and you want it to be a place where people want to be because it's safe and inviting and it gives them a good feeling. Now this building needs to have a strong foundation that will support what's on top of it. The base needs to have all the right materials in place from the footings to the concrete to the supports. And then on top of that, you're gonna build the frame, the bones of the building. And again, they need to be strong and supportive. And when the building is done, those bones are going to be out of sight, but their job is going to continue to be of the utmost importance. And then around all of that are the systems, the vents and ducts that move the air, the air purifying system, the wall that holds the parts in place, the electrical and water systems that need to be strong so they don't leak or burn out. There's so many components to this building. And then once all of the inside is in place, then comes the shell, the outer layer that can be seen. And it's gonna hide from view most of the building components, but those pieces are still there, hidden, but critical to the running of the building. The architect creates all of this with their tools and knowledge. They design a blueprint from a vision and with a goal in mind. This is the same with your health. You are the architect of your personal lifestyle blueprint. 
And the structure that you are building comes from the pillars of your body, mind, and spirit. These pillars are you. They are your whole health. The body is the frame, the systems inside, and the foundation for everything that goes on. And we can nurture and build this pillar through movement, healthy eating, and sleep. The mind is the second pillar. It's the network of cables that run through the building, the traffic flow in the space, the place where Zen and calm can exist. The mind is where we develop the practice of mindfulness, which in turn connects back to caring for the body as we become more in tune with ourselves and develop self-awareness. This is where we categorize and systemize the thoughts and the body processes that we know and the ones that we don't know. And this is where stress management, organization strategies, meditation and mindfulness and gratitude become important to the body. And this connects to the spirit through mindfulness. From our spirit, like the air flowing throughout the building, we experience something that we cannot see, but we can feel. Here's the place where we seek to find peace, self-care, self-love, and compassion for ourselves and others. You can pray, meditate, sing, laugh. You can feel the sensations in your soul that come from this lightness inside and outside of yourself. And this comes from nurturing the body and the mind. It is peace within and peace without. Now, if you take a deeper dive into the layers of the blueprint, you can start to consider the more specialized aspects of yourself, which can become your blueprint. So let's actually talk about the body. Even a building, as I said, has to have systems and procedures in place that allow it to function properly. And your body is no different. It requires a solid foundation that can be built on healthy habits. These habits can range from what you eat, to how you move your body, to how you manage your brain space. And all of this is part of the bigger picture of that structure we call you. As always, nutrition is key. This is the fuel for your body. What you put in your body matters. This building is designed to have specific fuel to run it, electricity, natural gas, oil, whatever. These are the fuels that keep the system running. And it's the same in your body because food is fuel. If you provide the right type of fuel, then the systems are better equipped to operate. This is the concept of building health versus building dis-ease in the body. Simple changes make a big difference. Staying on track with poor eating habits and your body systems are going to start to bear the brunt of it. Getting on track with healthy eating your cells and systems and even your immune system will have the chance to get strong and stay strong and they will benefit from this. And I want you to know this too, that feeding your body, nurturing your body also feeds and nurtures your mind and your spirit. Now movement is another piece that is necessary for health building and health rebuilding. Exercise feeds the mind because it helps to decrease the stress hormone cortisol and increase the happy hormones of oxytocin and serotonin. And it feeds the spirit because feeling good creates positive energetic flow in the body and increases self-awareness, emotional intelligence, and connection to others. So go out and find the type of movement that meets your needs and that you want to do. Now there's another piece related to the body that is often overlooked and that is sleep. Staying with the metaphor of the building, sleep is the energetic pause at the end of a work day. Have you ever been the last one out of a workspace? 
the energy shifts as the space empties and the people leave. The building gets to experience quiet, much like we need to experience quiet. And in the background, there are things that get done that we don't even see. They just magically happen and we come back the next day and we restart and keep going. Sleep is that moment and it is critical to your health and it is often overlooked. This quiet time is when our cells regenerate, our organs get a break, our minds get to pause and at the same time process the events of the day, which is what we call dreaming. And your quality of sleep is linked to how you respond to situations in your life. If your brain hasn't had a chance to file what has happened over the day, if it hasn't had quiet time free of distractions and the noise of life, it can't function optimally. And at the same time, your body, like I said, needs that break so that your cells and your organs and your muscles, everything can have a chance to hit the reset button. This is why sleep is critical. And to have a good sleep can start with a healthy bedtime and morning routine. Your good morning starts with your bedtime routine, which allows you to have a good sleep experience. And a good sleep experience will support healthy thoughts, mental clarity, and effective problem solving. And this leads nicely into the next key component to your personal lifestyle blueprint, which is your mind. Mindset and being aware of what you are thinking and feeling are important parts of managing your mind. So let's start by talking about stress management because stress is often at the top of people's lists when they think about what's happening in their body and in their mind. Stress is a common aspect of the human condition. It's our response to external circumstances that we may not know how to manage. And this can include your thoughts about people and circumstances, your perception of others and what's happening around you, and organization in your mind and in your life. Now, you may have racing thoughts and the inability to shut off your brain. This is what we call the monkey mind. If you are anything like me, you can feel like you can't find quiet in your brain, like your thoughts are all over the place. Your brain needs focus and practice to manage it, but it can be done with some love and some patience and some mindfulness practices. And when you can focus your brain, things just feel so much better. It's not perfect, but it certainly helps to keep you moving forward in your health building practices. Another piece of the mind is thought perception, how we see things, interpret things, and feel about things. Learning to tweak those systems or thoughts by reframing your perspective can rewire how you see and interact with the world around you. It is entirely possible to start reframing not just how you see things, but what you see in those things. And then in turn, how you speak about things and speak to yourself. Let's talk about organization next. Organization plays a huge role in the functioning of the mind. Think again about this as a building. If the systems in the building are not running in an organized fashion, there can be waste of energy, overwhelm of systems, and even shutdown from overload. The brain or the mind functions the same way. 
Having a healthy mindset allows for healthy thoughts. Having organized systems in your life like meal plans or calendars for where you need to be and when, and even organization in your personal space can declutter the mind and free up space to allow stress to decrease and joy to increase. And I want to offer that mindfulness is not always about meditation. It's about mindfulness of who you are, your thoughts, and your intentions. It involves awareness of self-compassion and compassion for others. It helps with stress management as you lean into breathing through situations, slowing down your thoughts, and calming the body. All of this creates an energetic alignment within that can be felt and seen by others. You know, when you meet people and you can just feel that energy off of them, we create that energy by what we put in and on our body, our moving our body, but also through our thoughts. Mindfulness can help you to get into energetic alignment. Mindfulness can come from meditation, prayer, singing, walking in the woods, whatever your heart desires and whatever fills you up. Just know that when you learn how to manage your mind, when you can see the thoughts and hear the thoughts and manage the feelings that are coming up, your life feels so much better. And this is part of that lifestyle blueprint. The third part of building your healthy lifestyle blueprint is your spirit. I've said it many times, you need to take care of yourself first. This is not selfish. This is critical to your health and happiness. Nurturing your spirit is like the social and professional climate in the building. Happy people make a happy work culture. So in taking care of yourself, you are in effect preparing yourself to be supportive and caring of others. Now this may feel reassuring to you in that it gives you permission to put yourself on the list, maybe even at the top of the list, the life list that allows you to keep moving forward every day. Your spirit is your creation, like the blueprint and the building are the architect's creation. You get to mold and shape your spirit in a way that feels good for you. I would say that as much as the physical structures of a building are key to it being created and lasting, it's the energy of the building and the love that is put into creating it and decorating it and adding aesthetics that make the building feel calm and welcoming. So it is with your spirit. The time and love and care that you put into yourself will be reflected in your health and happiness. This may feel a little uncomfortable at first. But if you think of it as the reason for being, the key to who and what you are, it makes sense that you care for and prioritize yourself and your spirit. And to help you get started with this, I've added a link in the show notes to get a free download of my guide to self-care practices. Sometimes you just need to get started but don't know what to do, so I'm going to help you with that. So head to the show notes and grab that handout. All right, let's put all of this together because that was a lot of information. Like the building, your body is all about systems and how they work independently and together. You get to be the architect of your life. You get to build your blueprint based on your personal needs and values. You get to be the creator of your health and happiness. You don't have to rely on others to do this for you, but you can gather your support network. 
in episode 1.17, I talked about building your personal health team. So go back and take a listen to that if you feel like you're wondering who you can bring in to support you. Finding the people that will help you to nurture your body, your mind, and your spirit is important. But you are part of that team too. In fact, you're the most important part. So maybe you're going to head back to the drawing board and use this episode as a leaping off point to hit reset, to revisit things you already know, or to dive into learning more and nurturing yourself. If you want to know more about nurturing yourself and becoming your healthiest version of yourself on Thursday, February the 8th at 12 p.m. Eastern, I'm hosting my three strategies to transform your life with chronic illness masterclass. This is for women who are living with a cancer or chronic illness diagnosis who are looking to reclaim their life and transform their health. We are going to spend an hour together looking at the foundational tools and strategies that will help you get started right away. I'm going to be talking about the three strategies that I have personally used in my life with cancer. You don't have to allow a diagnosis to control your life. There are things that you can do to start supporting yourself, and I am excited to share them with you in this masterclass. So mark Thursday, February 8th at 12 p.m. Eastern on your calendar and head to the show notes to grab the link, or you can find it in the link on my Instagram bio at Catherine White Wellness or at the top of my website, www.catherinewhite.coach. I would love to see you there. And friends, if you've enjoyed this or other episodes, I would really appreciate it if you would leave a review wherever you are listening to this episode. It's the reviews that people look to, to find support and to see if something is going to resonate with them and be valuable to them. And I know if you're here, you are finding this valuable and your review will help me to reach more people like you who are looking for support and guidance and a different way to live with cancer. So hit subscribe, make sure you follow the podcast so that you can gather tools and strategies that you can bring into your own thriving life. And please, if you would do me a kindness, leave me a five-star review so that other people can find this podcast as well. Thank you so much for being here today. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day and may you live your life to your fullest, follow your heart and thrive.